I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
from the father? From the back. You're doing good. Excuse me. How you doing? Glad you come by. Can I talk with you? Sure. Can do it outside? So you're going through with this? Yeah, I start training tomorrow. Hey, Ralph. I made some connections. I could make some money on this endorsements. Absolutely, do that. Thank you, Ralph. Sure. Okay. So you nervous about the fight? They're scared to death. You don't look scared? Well, you ain't supposed to. Then you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I think I do. Y you know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is gonna be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why, you got a lot going on, kid. Oh, what, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself. And this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only gonna end up bad for you, and it's gonna end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. It's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day. It was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my uh, lovely, hope-inspired better half. Hey, Lynn. Good evening, Patriots. So, uh, kind of threw a double dose of hopium out there because uh, there's enough crap these days that uh, we our, our last podcast was rather dark. Um, so, we thought we'd start with some hope. There is hope out there, folks. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of people doing a lot of great stuff. And uh, it's really hard when you're doing this to not get bogged down by all the dark crap that's out there. There's a lot of dark crap. There's a lot of stuff that we could just keep going with. So tonight I was I wanted to start this one out with just a little bit of hope that maybe everything isn't as bad as we all think. Um, and maybe there's something to A light salvage. at the end of the tunnel? Maybe. Just maybe. But either way, uh, we've had a very, very busy week. Very busy week. We've finally gotten to the end of it again. And uh, as you can see, we're going to start out with a little humor. Because <laughs> I have it from my bunghole. Oh, my God. The memes have been hysterical. I, 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 can't, I can't even. Where's the... Uh, uh, my favorite, there's still one that's still my favorite, and uh, we have a new sound sound clip tonight. We're going to play it for you first right here. Um, if uh, <laughs> you're ready for this one, this one's good. That is the new one, and uh, you want to play that meme, babe? Um, it's it's not even a meme. It's It's actually what happened. Well, I mean, I know it's what happened, but. You want to play the video? Yeah, hold of on. that meme, I guess, would be the best part. It is a classic one. Yes. And the guy who added all of this to the... Whoever added all the sound effects, it is a riot. I, I saw that this one this morning, and uh, yeah, this is uh, one of those unstoppable ones that just is hysterical. There's... there's this speaks for itself. Yeah. I want to ask a question along the lines of, of concern about Christmas and, and holidays and supply chain. Anna Hirsch is here, a student. I want to ask a question along the lines of, of concern about Christmas and, and holidays and supply chain. Anna Hirsch is here. <laughs> Hold on one second. One more time on that one, but I got to turn down some volume because... That was really loud. Oof, it was very loud. That was very loud. Okay. You're a student I want to ask a question along the lines of, of concern about Christmas and, and holidays and the supply chain. Anna Hirsch is here. <laughs> it's just a, oh my Lord. So uh, some uh, wanted to lead off tonight actually with something kind of uh, refreshing, something we haven't done in a while. So uh, with no further ado. So I'm going to do my uh, one minute news wire. Uh, <clears throat> another terrible, horrible, no good, very bad week for President Joe Biden. Uh, this came from the Washington Wire, which is a product of the Daily Wire. I really liked the way the guy worded this, and I, I want to read the whole thing, but I'm only going to read the first paragraph because the whole thing would be um, almost nine pages long. So I'm going to just read the first paragraph. Another terrible, horrible, no good week. Very bad week for President Joe Biden. Once again, the U.S.-Mexico border became big news. Saw big, uh, so big that mainstream media was even forced to cover it. Reports emerged that the team Biden is dropping illegal aliens all over across the country, and one Afghan dumped in Montana has been charged with raping a teen girl. For this part, 
Biden said that he hasn't been to the border because I haven't had a whole lot of time. Meanwhile, Biden's polls continue to skid uh, with one survey finding independents abandoning him in droves. And one moderate Democrat senator even said that he could leave the party and become an independent. On another front, a series of investigators uh, investigations have launched into Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. And Biden may scale back his massive, massive spending plan and key progressive pr priorities pushed by leftists. Former President Trump popped back into the headlines, unveiling details about a new social media platform called Truth Social. And in <clears throat> Veep News, Kamala Harris made headlines for all the wrong reasons. Here's your latest installment of the Washington Wire. And it goes on to Biden dumping illegal aliens across and uh, across the border in U.S. cities. Afghan charged uh, with rape. Uh, goes into, hold on, I got to... All the stuff you just read off in the headlines? I guess, uh, Biden said, I guess I should go down to the border. Yeah, he did. Um, wow, okay. Uh, Biden eyes, uh, eyes scaled back spending plan because he's finally cutting back on the spending plan that he wants to just encroach on. Oh, yeah, it's going to be, kids. it's going to be one point. Not our grandkids. Five trillion dollars or but something. But like our great grandkids are going to feel the effects of this. That's yeah. how bad it is. Independence bail and droves. Um, Mansion threatens to leave the Dems. Biden's pullout from Afghanistan is under investigation. Trump details new social media plan. Kamala Harris yells surprise for herself. Yeah, oh my God, that was ridiculous. Surprise. Yes. And uh, yeah, it just, I mean... It's been a horrible week for Biden. How he's surviving all of this, I'm not really sure. Understand, Biden is at his lowest numbers ever, uh, lower than any president has ever seen. He's currently sitting at 27% is what his current approval poll is. Okay. And that his, his general overall approval poll is 27% of America actually stands behind Biden. So Biden went to his hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Correct. This week. And this because is, he's too busy, he can't go to the border. Exactly. So this is how just he, remember that. Texas. This is how he was greeted. This will be great. Where's Where's my I, sound? I, I don't know. Are we doing this again? You, yeah, it's doing that again. You're gonna have to shut it down and start it back up. Oh, for goodness sakes! Or you got to figure out your sound problems. All right, we'll just do the whole thing again. Because uh, it was working just fine when you played the. Da -da -da -da. I know that's crazy. When you played that. And I had everything queued up too. That's so frustrating. It really? I hate is. that. Okay. So, with the audio issues fixed, uh, fixed, hopefully. All right. So, this is how Joe was greeted in Scranton, his hometown. According to. That's some angry people right there. Hey, most most loved president. Hey, okay. Yeah. You can kill that now. Yeah, no, it's most done. loved president in U.S. history. Understand Joe Biden still doesn't know where he's at because even this just this past week, uh, Joe Biden started recalling events that never happened. 
Uh, and this this came out of uh, Dan Bajino's report uh, yesterday for the fourth time on the record. Joe Biden told the story that he learned of a conductor, Angelo Nagari, um, that had traveled that said that he had traveled two million miles on Amtrak trains, according to Biden, after being informed that he flew over one million miles on Air Force Two. Nagari told them that there was nothing because he had surpassed two million miles on Amtrak. Uh, Biden says that this happened during the seventh year of his presidency in 2015. Oh, well, as vice presidency, I should say. Uh, Biden also said that uh, the video above uh, rode the Amtrak for nearly 36 years as vice, vice president. I've got that right here. I'd ride every day. I, I commuted every single day for 36 years as pres vice president of the United States. After my wife and daughter were killed, I went home to see my family. Never stopped. Hey, uh, pause that, pause that, pause that. Wait a minute. Did he just say he was vice president for, 30 for 36 years, years? And he went home on Amtrak to see his family after mm. his wife and daughter were killed. Yes. His wife and daughter were killed? I thought he had a son. I thought he had a son. Yeah, no. After his wife and daughter were killed, he went home every weekend for 36 years while he was vice president to see his family. Yeah, but it, I thought he had sons. I didn't think he had a daughter. No, his daughter was killed when his wife was killed. Oh. But By not a drunk driver. That was 36. I, I, as far as I knew, you were, could only be vice president for a maximum of eight years. But apparently in Joe's timeline, it, things are a little different. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think the more interesting part of this article, and this is the one that really killed me, okay? Negri's been dead for almost uh, 15 years now. So seven years into Negri's death, According to Joe Biden, Negri came back from the grave and uh, Negri visited him and said, hey, by the way, you've been riding trains for two million miles. I, I'm not really sure how that's possible unless he was doing it with a Ouija board. But anyway, I think it's even better because it was 13, after, 13 years after Negri retired from Amtrak. Uh, Joe? Um how many people do you see out in McDonald's parking lots with their kids in their cars because they get access to the Internet to be able to help the kid in school? We know if we can put these wires underground, we increase exponentially. <laughs> this is the United States of America, damn it. What are we doing? What are we doing, every Joe? Day, I, I commuted every single day for that's impossible years that is impossible Joe. vice president of the united states <laughs> i just want you to know that uh, amtrak is here they can tell you that you could you should name half the line after me i am the most railroad guy you're ever going to meet and he goes joey baby what are you and i thought the secret service is going to shoot him it's only 155 miles i thought that was like 600 miles away uh, my nickname was uh Blackbird. It was bye 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 Blackbird. It wasn't bye 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 Blackbird. And uh, I wasn't very big, but you could beat me, but I'd hurt you. <laughs> we didn't just build How? an interstate highway system. We built a highway to the sky, to outer space. What? By the way, <laughs> they will not increase one single they penny will in the deficit. Not increase. They are fully paid for. No, they're not. Lie. <laughs> I just. You liar! Oh. Okay, So uh, moving right along. <laughs> there's, see, there's, there's. Holy hope. Jesus! I, I can't. You see, folks, we're starting this one out on a more optimistic note. We can make fun of this old bag of bones, and we could just make it all about him. 
I mean, oh, this you, guy. Here, you want some more? I, You're going to love this I'm, one. I am not sure. Oh, just hold on. I am not sure how Saturday Night Live has not picked up and run with this. I'm completely convinced on this. I, I know that Saturday Night Live is big left. But man, if this was back in the day, I mean, the joke with just Bill themselves. Murray and fucking uh, Dan Aykroyd and freaking all those Norm guys, Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald. Oh my God, they would destroy this guy. I know it would be his. Ther- he, they would walk into rooms and go, uh, "Well, I don't know why I'm here," and turn around and walk out. <laughs> I think I have a clip on that. Actually, <laughs> I, I, it would surprise me. Hold on, wait. Wait, so I gotta find it. I know. Moving ahead saying. really quick, um, there is an article out today. Came out in the American Mind. Uh, <clears throat> it really is hysterical too. This is another funny one. This will get you tearing up a little bit. It's Friday. I want to have some fun, folks. Uh, Jen Psaki, she hates you. <laughs> That's the title she of it. Does. <laughs> she fucking hates you. That's what it says. It says Jen Psaki hates you by uh, Spencer Clavin. Uh, White House Press Secretary is a perfect representative of our uh, spiteful ruling class. Let us know if uh, Jennifer Renee Pisaki, English major, sorority girl, mother of two, let us praise her seemingly seemingly endless supply of monochromatic uh, crew neck blouses and pencil skirts and the way she peels her mask off before after striding to the lectern. Jen Pisaki has been briefed by her 11 staffers and she had her coffee and her bagel and it's only Wednesday. She is freshly armed to the latest talking points and she's not going to take any of your guff today there, Peter Ducey. Okay, wait, wait. I have a clip for that. There is a mask requirement inside DC restaurants yet President Biden, the First Lady... We're not wearing masks while walking around a D.C. restaurant on Saturday. Why? Well, I think what we are referring to is a photo of them walking out of a restaurant after they they had eaten, masks in hand, where they had not yet put them back on yet. But I don't think we should lose miss, lose a force through the trees here, and that our objective here is to get more people vaccinated and, you know, not overly focus on moments in time that don't reflect overarching policy. It was not just exiting the restaurant, though. He was walking through I the restaurant. I think I just addressed it, Peter. With no mask on. I think I just addressed it. I'm just curious I think I just why the president was I think I just addressed it. Uh, <laughs> okay, for those of you not watching on Rumble, see the Chucky. It's just oh Cena Chucky. Oh Nazi. <laughs> and she's holding a knife. I think we've answered the question, Peter. I've, I think I've answered the question, Peter. <laughs> Picture up on the wall with a knife in it. Oh my. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> Jen communicates just how to- on top of things she is by nodding carelessly throughout every question, interjecting with an uh-huh or a yep. The show host has been caught off guard since the last uh, Klaus of uh, the reporter sentence. This has been uh, paint. Uh, patented bobblehead technique. She's a perfect commentator for CNN and is between the O'Biden and uh, or the Obama O'Biden <laughs> Obama and Biden administrations. What she is saying is listening to is less important than what she's communicating with the demeanor at all times. She is serious that she is informed and she's the one adult in the whole room. We've all met someone who behaves like this. Someone who has done their homework and wants you to know it. Someone who's politeness and aggressiveness that can only be read as a kind of a challenge. Pisaki dares you to find her off-putting 
banter. Why would you? She's smiling. She said the jokes were written down that she made appropriate juncture. See, it's laughing time right there in the, the scheduled room from 5.01 to 5.03 p.m. Everybody must laugh or else. You can laugh at the meme of Joe holding up a thing of Depends. So anyway, it, he didn't know what to look, do we've this got this article. It's going to be in our freaking Telegram. And yes, my wife's killing herself. But this one's a good one, the folks. The memes are killing me. Just babe. read this stuff. It is funnier than get all get out. The memes have been amazing all day. Seriously. Yeah, do you have more? Come on. I have so Throw many. Keep going. I have, I have so many. I can go all Keep night going. with this. Oh, no, we're not going all night, but no, I know. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just continue with the memes. <laughs> Shit, stain shorts. If you're not <laughs> watching shorts. on Rumble. Rumble, this is why you go on Rumble and watch because we've got pictures of Joe holding up some shit stain shorts because something somebody said scared the shit out of him. Right now he's holding the depends. That that yeah, I don't know. It just it just went away. Okay, so. That shit's We already got shit's thing. Come on. I thought you were better at this than this. Oh, my God. At least put up a fucking PowerPoint or something, huh? Okay. Oh, there you go. What do you got? Uh, Joe on, a, on, on horseback. And he's chasing down illegal immigrants. <laughs> And he's whipping them. He's whipping them. <laughs> he is whipping them, folks. He is with split reins. <laughs> so anyway, uh, some of the other news that came out this week, obviously, uh, Trump is launching Truth Social. If you haven't signed up yet, go sign up. It's real easy. You throw your name in there. Uh, you can even sign up for the beta test version. I'm, I'm pushing the beta test. I've, I've already asked to be on it. Um, just because I got kicked off, I led my email off with, um, well, since I got kicked off the same time you did, um, I kind of think. You should let me in. You should let me in. That, like, that's at least a good beta one. test it. Okay. So, uh, well, b- before we get off of Joe Biden and his m- many, many gaffes over the last 24 hours. Oh, my God. Because, like, the one the other night at the town hall, that was hysterical. There was a meme I saw, and it was a picture of, uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Um uh, from the racing movie uh, Talladega Nights, and uh, he's sitting there and he's holding Ricky his, Baby, yeah, Ricky Bobby, and he's holding his hands and he goes, "I don't know what to do with my hands." Yes, and Joe's standing there with his hands right next to him, going, "I don't know what to do with my hands." <laughs> okay, like, well, um, here you just you got to listen to this. All right, I've said it before, and all my colleagues here know it. According to the United States Intelligence Committee, domestic terrorism from white supremacists is the most lethal terrorist threat in the homeland. To that end, our administration is carrying out the first ever comprehensive... So, tell me, babe, because... Wait a minute, what did he... You gotta play that again, because... Uh, you weren't listening? He's like... said it before. No, he's mealy-mouthed. And all my colleagues here know it. According to the United States Intelligence Committee, domestic terrorism from white supremacists is the most lethal terrorist threat in the homeland. Well, that hold on. That is not actually true. After yesterday, that is not actually true. 
being on set with Alec Baldwin <laughs> is more lethal than being killed by a white supremacist. Maybe Alec Baldwin qualifies as a white supremacist. No, he's a liberal. But he's a white male. Yeah, but he's Isn't a liberal. That all it no, takes? no, no. He he shunned his white pride some some years ago. Obviously, he didn't shun his white rage. Obviously not, because he shot two ladies. Well, one lady and one guy, and apparently it was only with one bullet. Was it a guy? Uh, Are we sure? Because they said it was two women this morning on the news. Okay, well, apparently he... I've heard a number of different stories, but there's one from the LA Times. It identifies as a man? Um, so, Alec Baldwin... Rust camera crew walked off the set in protest before the fatal shooting. Really? So according to the LA Times, hours before actor Alec Baldwin fatally shot a cinematographer on the New Mexico set of Rust with a prop gun, a half dozen camera crew workers walked off the set to protest working conditions. The camera operators and their assistants were frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low-budget film, including complaints of long hours and getting their paychecks, according to three people familiar with the matter who was not authorized to comment. The camera crew showed up for work as expected at 6.30 a.m. Thursday and began gathering up their gear and personal belongings to leave, one knowledgeable crew member told the Los Angeles Times. Labor trouble had been brewing for days on the dusty set at the Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe. Shooting began on October 6th, and members of the production said they had been promised the production would pay for their hotel rooms in Santa Fe. But after the filming began, the crews were told they would instead be required to make the 50-mile drive from Albuquerque each day rather than stay overnight in nearby Santa Fe. The cinematographer who was accidentally killed, Helena Hutchins, had been advocating for safer conditions for her team, said one crew member who was on the set. Wait a minute. Are you saying that this could have been like something planned? As the camera crew, members of the International Alliance of the Theatrical Stage Employees spent about an hour assembling their gear at Bonanza Creek Ranch, several non-union crew members showed up to replace them, the knowledgeable person said. A member of the producer staff then ordered the union members to leave the set. She said if they didn't leave, the producers would call security to remove them. Corners were being cut, and they brought in non-union people so they could continue shooting, the knowledgeable person said. There were two misfires on the prop gun on Sunday and one the previous week, the person said, adding there was a serious lack of safety meetings on this set. The safety of our cast and crew is a top priority of Rust Productions and everyone associated with the company, Rust Movie Productions, LLC said in statement. Though we are not made aware of any official complaints concerning weapon or prop safety on set, we'll be conducting an internal review of our procedures while production is shut down. We will continue to cooperate with the Santa Fe authorities in their investigation and offer mental health services to cast and crew during this tragic time. Uh, So the shooting occurred about six hours after the Union camera crew left. Baldwin, the film star who's, who also served as a producer on the film, was apparently rehearsing a scene outside of the church of the Bonanza Creek Ranch set, according to two knowledgeable people. The scene involved a gunfight that began in the church, and then Baldwin's character was supposed to back out of the church, according to the production notes obtained by the Times. It was the 12th day of a 21-day shoot. Um, so, but I've heard various reports... That uh, he, one, that he was going off on a rant and they asked him um, to film, to redo a scene. And he was like, what if I just shoot you? He was like, redo the scene. What if I just shoot you? And he pointed the gun at the director and pulled the trigger. And the bullet went through 
her or the cinematographer went through her ad- abdomen and then um, basically hit the person standing behind her. So one billet killed or killed one person and injured another. So we're talking like the old uh, one stone, two birds type. Yes. Metaphor. Interesting. Yes. But there's and then another person, another report was that he was ranting about Trump when he turned around and shot maybe, them. Maybe next time, Alec, you keep your mouth shut. Just keep politics where politics belongs, which is with you and your shitter. And uh, you just kind of do your job. Yes. So, um, anyway, going back to the White House, or Biden, that is. Let's see. Here we well, go. Do you have something? I, I mean, do. You were, you were going there. This is, this is, watch this as a good Catholic. Something like 20% of the, or half the Republicans are registered Republicans. I am not your president. Donald Trump is still your president. As we Catholics say, oh my God. Wait a minute. Whoa, do that again? Yep. Something like 20% of the, or half the Republicans are registered Republicans. I am not your president. Donald Trump is still your president. As we Catholics say, oh my God. Yeah, uh, no. No, no, no. we say at all. That is not because we don't take the Lord's name, name in vain, vain like that. Anyway, so Biden's gaffes were so much that even CNN fact-checked him. Okay. Well, this has got to be a first. This is. So fact-checking Biden's CNN town hall in Baltimore. President Joe Biden participated Thursday in a CNN town hall in Baltimore, taking questions from anchor Anderson Cooper and local residents about his legislative agenda and a variety of other topics. Here's a fact check of some of his claims from Thursday's town hall. So Biden and the border. A college student asked, given that it's been nearly a year into your campaign, why haven't you been to the southern border of our country? After Biden addressed another immigration question from the student but ignored that one, Cooper followed up. Biden then responded, I've been there before and I haven't. I mean, I know it well. I guess I should go down. But the, the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. Really? Your, your nine vacations to... It's like he's literally Delaware. gone on vacation every single weekend. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Biden explained that he's been spending time inspecting hurricane damage and... Quote, traveling around the world, Hold then, on. then Hold added. On. I got something for that. You! You liar! But I plan on, now my wife Jill has been down. She's been on both sides of the river. She's seen the circumstances there. No, that's not true either. Hold so, on. Hold on. I got something for that too. Yeah. So, uh, facts first. Biden's claim needs context. Bill, uh, Jill Biden's last visit to the border was in December of 2019. Thank you. During the presidential campaign, not as first lady. Also, the only evidence the White House has cited for Joe Biden's claim that he himself has been there before was a Friday statement that Biden's motorcade briefly drove near the border during a campaign trip in 2008. Okay. Anyway, uh, Let's see, tax rates. After he was asked a question about taxes on the wealthy, Biden said that under this present tax code, the highest tax rate is 35%. That's wrong. 
The top marginal rate is actually 37%. 35% is the second highest marginal rate. The 37% rate affects individual single taxpayers with taxable incomes greater than $523,600 and married couples filing jointly with taxable incomes greater than $628,300. The 35% rate... By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? <laughs> the 35% rate affects individuals with taxable incomes greater than $209,425 and married joint filers at incomes greater than $418,850. Uh, Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. Biden said, uh, when I was first elected, there were only 2 million people who had COVID shots in the United States of America had the vaccine. Now You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're now, fired. You're fired. Now we got $190 million because I went out and bought everything I could do and buy in sight and it worked you you liar so facts first biden's two million people assertion was inaccurate no matter which way you parse it slightly off if you decide to be charitable way off if not also biden gave too much credit to his own administration's vaccine purchases the trump administration purchased enough vaccine doses to fully vaccinate at least a large percentage of the 190 million people who have received two shots at present so, um, let's see. Vaccination sites. Biden said there are over 800,000 sites right now that exist in America where you can go get a vaccine. He had, but wait, there's more. Uh, this is false. He added an extra zero. The White House official said Biden meant 80,000 vaccination sites. The number is used on multiple previous occasions. Mind you, this is coming from CNN. CNN is now shit canning Biden. Seriously. I'm just, I'm just saying. It is we are now like a five-page article on how fucked up everything so, Joe so Biden said really was. Really quick, you called this an insane clown upside-down world. It's, it is, we live in an upside-down clown world. Yes, that is the We truth. are back in an upside-down clown we world. We are absolutely in an upside-down clown world. And it, it gets nothing but worse, folks, because re- remember we talked about the Facebook insider. Everybody remembers that because that was a big deal. And, you know, she came out. She sounded like she was edgy. She was going to get Facebook. We're finally going to give those guys at Facebook a, a real good, you know, once over for the for everybody else in the world, right? Well, truth is, folks, uh, she's full of crap. And... Uh, Today, well, yesterday, there was a, a story released from Shitico, and I call it Shitico because it's Politico. <coughs> Again, another liberal site. And they came out and they said, oh, by the way, um, the person that's been funding her is none other than the eBay founder, uh, Pierre Omidar. Omidar got his millions obviously in ebay when he started ebay but uh, uh the disclosures worldwide network drawn behind the scenes big player online world pierre omidar has been funding this lady omidar's financial support which has previously been unreported offers one of the most striking examples of yet how francis haugen's disclosures have garnered so much enthusiasm and the in- 
and the intricacies of the U.S. tech giants, offering permanently crucial boasts that she takes one of the world's most powerful companies. This gives her an edge that many corporate whistleblowers lack, and she warns lawmakers, regulators, and media organizations that both sides of the Atlantic, Facebook is endangering society by putting profits before people. Remember, this is also the lady that wants all Republicans, all MAGA people, if you believe the same thing I believe, they want you off the air. Okay, so it's come out the last couple of days that Facebook is going to be changing their name, right? So it's what are they going to change it to? Fascist book, farce book, you know, fuck uh, no, Facebook. No, 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 no. I think they're going back to what they originally were under the CIA program. Yeah, that's what um, Timothy from uh, the MAG Institute uh, supposed as well. Um, but I saw a commercial on TV, a Facebook commercial, and they're talking about how they want to change Section 230. All these advertisements, um, this one guy from Alabama who works in, uh, you know, data, uh, whatever, determining what is allowed out on Facebook. And they need stricter regulations and rules from the government to tell them what can and cannot be said. That is... This advertisements is, going is around on television. From, I th- thought this, that sounds like something sh- like straight out of Fahrenheit 451. Something like that. I mean, it really sounds like something coming out of Fahrenheit 451. Yes. So, um, Facebook wants stricter regulations and they are finally giving up that, uh, yeah, the government owns them and always has. The quiet part out loud. So again, folks, she was a farce. Uh, this article, that's all this article says. It is a liberal. The, the part I loved about it is the liberal organization. Politico, obviously, Shitico. They're worthless. But the fact that they kind of call this out is really funny. Makes me makes me laugh. Um, so we, we move on because we kind of went deep last week into this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But uh, James Bond or Austin Powers, the clo- cloak and dagger with the spread of the uh, Russia collusion case. Uh, this came off of Parler. Um, or actually, it was just a news piece off of Parler. Uh, Democrat-founded operatives who spread the now-discredited Russia collusion report about Alpha Bank server have portrayed themselves in acting in the national interests of the United States of America and President uh, might have been compromised as a secret communications cham- uh, channel by the Kremlin. We've already talked about this, folks. We know about the Alpha Bank, Trump Tower, blah, blah, blah. All this does is, within this article, all they're talking about is that, look... It's all stuff that we've already talked about. I've actually had this conversation with you and that we said, hey, look, Alpha Bank was literally a cover. What they were doing was inserting their own ideology, their own. It was all BS. There was nothing done by Trump. Trump didn't had nothing to do with it, but they inserted their own evidence. They made up evidence. They basically planted evidence to make it look like Trump was doing it. Trump wasn't doing it, folks. We all know that. I'm pretty sure by now, 90% of you are so tired of hearing about Alpha Bank and Trump collusion. Just, and I just Russia know collusion. everything was a lie. It was all bullshit. Everything all was a lie. a lie. Moving right along. Uh, Durham unloads thousands of documents uh, to the Sussman defense. This is awesome. If... There's one thing I know about John Durham, if there's one thing I've learned about John Durham. Let's just say I've, I've learned it because I don't know it. I, I don't know John Durham, you know, from Uh But I can say 
I can tell you this much. Uh, John Durham provided 81,000 documents worth or pages that were part of the discovery uh, that the defense attorneys pushed forward as part of their defense for Sussman. The fact that John Durham took those documents and posted them to the internet, that tells me everything I need to know about John Durham. John Durham isn't scared of this punk-ass lawyer who came to him with 81,000 different exhibits of evidence that they're going to try and show in the case. John Durham has got enough in his indictment to put Sussman away for a very long time. And the fact that Durham took all 81,000 documents that he received from the defense lawyer and just posted it online tells me everything I need to know about this man. This is truly, he is truly unafraid. He's not scared. He's going to go ahead and push forward with this. And what happens to it, happens to it. So uh, in the government's discovery... On October 7th, the government made its first production of Discovery to the defense. Oh, the production... I didn't catch that. Could you repeat your calculation? Okay. Since we were so rudely interrupted by... by Alexa. Stupid Alexa. Anyway, uh, so the government's Discovery. On October 7th, the government made its first production of Discovery to to the defense the production included more than 6,000 documents comprising approximately 81,000 pages in particular the production included a copy of the aforementioned notes taken by the FBI assistant director including additional notes not quoted in the indictment and documents received in response to grand jury subpoenas issued to 15 separate individuals entities and organizations including among others political organizations a university university researchers an investigative firm and numerous companies so this is from uh technofog substack so let's decipher that last sentence who has received a subpoena from durham Political organizations likely refer to the DNC and the Hillary Clinton campaign, Hillary for America. Okay, one more time before you continue with this. Yeah. That's the whole reason I didn't print out that article and I'm not running with that article. So let me uh, make sure that we understand what's going on here. Okay, first of all, you all understand that I do not hold any, <clears throat> any weight in the Justice Department, nor do I believe this is going to go any further than Sussman or mid-level players above Sussman. This is not going much further. If there's one good part about this that is coming out, and the one thing I'm, I'm loving, okay, if McDonald's were to support me, they don't, but they're a communist organization. Anyway, um, what he's about to talk, to, talk about here, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, don't continue to read this because it's, I, we've already talked about this. We've already had this okay. conversation. We've actually already, I've actually said everything he's already said. And one of the things that I want you to remember, folks, is whatever comes from this, although he, he, he does a very good job of summing it up, whatever comes from this, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. Everybody seems to think that Hillary Clinton's going to die in her cross. No, Hillary Clinton isn't even going to jail. Uh, Barack Obama, not going to jail. Um, James Comey, not going to jail. All these people are not going to jail for one reason, one reason only. They are not Donald Trump. They are not anything to do with the Trump campaign or MAGA. They 
are have nothing to do with what took place on January 6th. They are not going to jail. No matter what happens, they are not going to jail. That's just the end all be all of it. I get it. I think he did a great job, fantabulous job wrapping all that up into a, a little bit of information. I completely agree. But it's already stuff we've already talked about. And to be honest with you, we've already talked about this. Again, Durham doesn't write a 27-page indictment to just indict one person. Yep. There is conspiracy, too. We've already talked about conspiracy. We t I told you what the big parts of conspiracy are. And it's the reason why he's going after it. Because it opens the door for him. It opens both sides, before and after. He can prove conspiracy on either end. It doesn't have to be within the commission of the crime. It just has to be that the conspiracy happened during the crime. That's it. There's a concern that there were... Okay, you're going to interrupt me with that. You might Sorry, well I didn't run mean to. It. Well, you brought up January 6th. So the other thing that happened yesterday... Which was a big one, too, because somebody got their ass grilled on Capitol Hill. Seriously, multiple occasions. So Merrick Garland got called in front of Congress. Hey, have you ever noticed how he wears his pants? I didn't notice this until Bongino said it today, and then I had to go look it up. Merrick Garland literally wears his belt like right about here. And he, he, he looks like Steve Urkel, folks. Okay. That's it. He looks like fucking Steve Urkel, just throwing it out there. Uh, so, but, but watching this yesterday, it was, like, it was like watching two different congressional hearings overlapped. One on January 6th and one on parents being targeted as domestic terrorists. Yeah, within the last two days. It was literally like the Republicans versus the Democrats. The Republicans yeah. were oh, having yeah. one hearing. The Democrats were having a completely exactly. different one. Um, but there, there was a little bit of crossover. So here was where some of the crossover was. Oh, this would be good. There's a concern that there were agents of the government or assets of the government present on January 5th and January 6th uh, during the protests. There was. And uh, I've got some pictures that I want to show you if the uh, staff could bring those to you. I'm going to go to jail. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. That's an FBI agent. Fed Boy 2006. I can't see that at all. Uh, is that a uh, approved video? Is that an approved video? All right, you have you have those images there, and they're captioned. Uh, they were from January fifth and January sixth. As far as we can determine, the individual who saying he'll probably go to jail, he'll probably be arrested, but he wants every, but they need to go into the Capitol the next day, is then the next day directing people to the Capitol. And as far as we can find, this individual has not been charged with anything. You said this is one of the most sweeping investigations in history. Uh, have you seen that video or those frames from that video? So as I um, uh, said at the outset, uh, one of the norms of the Justice Department is to not comment on impending investigations, and particularly not to comment about uh, particular scenes or particular individuals. This okay, is without, I, I was hoping today to give you an opportunity to put to rest 
the concerns that people have that there were federal agents or assets of the federal government present on January 5th and January 6th. Can you tell us, without talking about particular incidents or particular videos, how many agents or assets of the federal government were present on January 6th, whether they agitated to go into the Capitol, and if any of them did? So I'm not going to violate this norm of, uh, of, of uh, the rule of law. I'm not going to comment on an investigation that's ongoing. Listen to this guy. Hold on. Listen to this guy. I bet when he pisses into the toilet, it sounds feminine. I'm just saying. <laughs> this guy, when he stands up and pisses, it sounds feminine. It is That is horrible. He is absolute. Uh, I, I'm not going to comment on. Uh, are you kidding me? All right, dude. He also got called out. Uh, today or yesterday, I guess it was yesterday at the time he got called out. He got called out about his son in CRT. Yes, he sure did. That was huge. The the exchange between him and I believe it was uh, um, Kennedy from uh, Louisiana, Senator Kennedy from Louisiana, was impressive because he kept repeating the same thing over and over again, thinking, "Well, if I keep repeating it, he'll eventually just." side with me and just go with it no 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 merrick he just continued to beat beat you amongst your it wasn't ram paul might have been ram paul and him i I, if i remember correct i don't remember exactly who it was but it was it was pretty bad though uh jim jordan also called him out hold on let's uh you you got audio on that yeah here we go i don't think i don't think the good people I don't think the good people of this great country are going to cower and hide. I think your memo, Mr. Attorney General, was the last straw. I think it was the catalyst for a great awakening that is just getting started. Pilots at Southwest Airlines, the Chicago Police Union, parents at school board meetings, Americans are pushing back because Americans value freedom. I don't think, I don't think the good people, uh, I don't think the good people. Do you have the video of of, uh, him? being questioned by Rand Paul or Kennedy. I don't think so. That one was a really good one because he just kept repeating the same thing over and over again. He's got that, like, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Somebody said to me, uh, sounds like that Billy Madison, you know, the bad guy from Billy Madison, where he's like, he's like, ah, it's a rat laughing. You do sound like a rat. Yeah, no, I didn't get that one. Well, anyway. He got called out pretty bad. Uh, it, it's been ugly for him. He's had a rough couple days. I, I would be surprised if he doesn't, like, if he doesn't go to jail, then this guy's got to go to jail as far as I'm concerned. And when I say this guy's got to go to jail. You mean Fauci. I'm jumping right to, to Fauci because old fuck stick Fauci just got sold out by his own NIH this week, too. Um, and uh, just stand by real quick because I got to play this. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. And it's not actually from Dr. Anthony Fauci, but it is... um, Wait, wait. I I have something for that real quick. Okay. Go for it. Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Do they fund Dr. Barrick? 
We do not fund. Do you fund gain Dr. Barracks gain of. Okay, function folks. This is uh, what we like to call in the legal world perjury. He just committed perjury. Oh, it, oh, it gets better. Okay, well, keep going. D Dr. Barrett does not do in gain of function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think inserting in a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That you is would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the to Wuhan uh, Virology Institute. support sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency. You didn't give money to the Wuhan lab to do gain-of-function research. That is correct. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain-of-function. So what was? Let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially, you do not know. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Th so that is perjury on four or five different counts. Um, he no. could be held in jail for quite a while for that. From the Daily Caller, I told you so. Senator Paul hits back at credits after NIH admits to funding gain-of-function research. Yep. Uh, Republican K Kentucky Senator Rand Paul has a brief message Wednesday after the National Institute of Health admitted they did, in fact, fund gain-of-function research. I told you so doesn't even begin to cover it here, Paul tweeted on Wednesday. Um the NIH issued a correction admitting EcoHealth Alliance, which received a grant from the NIH, did violate the terms and conditions of the grant to fund gain-of-function research. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> not the NIH. And yeah, not EcoHealth Alliance. Uh, the NIH described an experiment conducted by EcoHealth Alliance that, quote, was testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model, the letter reads. All other aspects of the mice, including the immune system, remain unchanged. Several mice in the experiment infected with the SHC014WIV1 bat coronavirus became sicker than those infected with the W1V1 bat coronavirus, the letter dated October 20th continues. This was an unexpected result of the research as opposed to something that the researchers set out to do. Um, hey, uh, Mayflower Dar, just because, you know, you listen to us and you, you <laughs> said that, hey, we're the ones that are the reasons that the whole country is going to the shitter. Um, really quick, one more time. Can you go ahead and explain to me how 
We did not fund gain-of-function research in China. Just not, wondering. Not only did we not, we still are. Yeah, that's the scary part because we also know of other diseases now are coming out of Wuhan. And we've already talked about them and uh, not going to go back into that. But look, <clears throat> this is what I want to happen, okay? Because my next story here is, uh, this one's kind of a killjoy. Uh, but the House holds to vote, uh, they, they held the vote. And the vote that they held, they now show Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress. Um, you know what, Steve? Mr. President, Mr. 45, real quick. Um, I want Steve Bannon to come forward when Do Anthony Fauci goes to jail for murder. For 585,264 cases of corona-linked death that Anthony Fauci is responsible for because he's been lying since day one. Um, all of that. And on top of that, I want him to go to jail. I want him to plead guilty. I don't even want him to go in front of a trial. I don't want him to have any sort of a trial. I want him to plead guilty to the charges and specifications as listed as I just read them out because as far as I'm concerned, he should be charged with every single case that every American died. And these are the ones that died from COVID, not from some other comorbidity. These are just the ones that died from COVID. And I want him to go to jail for every single one of those. And then, Mr. President... Mr. 45, if you so feel that Steve Bannon may compel himself to come forward in front of Congress, because as far as I'm concerned, what I really want to happen, see happen is every congressperson in every congressional district in America walk in backwards, kiss their own ass in front of everybody else in front of them, and then ask for forgiveness from every American around them because they have not done their job. They have not done anything they said they would do. They have not lived up to their oath. And Steve Bannon should never have to testify because as far as I'm concerned, Steve Bannon was not there. I don't understand why they're going after Steve Bannon. They're calling him out for, quote-unquote, organizing the Stop and Steal rally, except Steve Bannon was not in charge of Stop the Steal rally. I'm a little confused as to what Congress would want other than to throw a high-ranking political official such as Steve Bannon, who was aligned with the Trump campaign prior to this, but after that was not involved at all. He was his own private entity, in which case that becomes a matter for the FBI, not for the January 6th commission. But... Because the January 6th commission cannot look at him unless he's somehow associated with Trump. They're fixing this. So it looks like he's associated with Trump. Y'all see where I'm going with this. This is a witch hunt. That's what this is. I've been calling it since day one. This story right here is a witch hunt. This is all about Steve Bannon and them trying to drive a wedge between Steve Bannon and Donald Trump. That's not going to happen. And he's obviously taken his orders from somebody very smart because Steve Bannon still has not gone to, to 
Congress, and I hope he does it. Not until Anthony Fauci is in jail. You liberals, this is the deal. You put Anthony Fauci in jail, we'll give you Steve Bannon. I want to give you an example of something that Anthony Fauci needs to go to jail for. Because Steve Bannon ain't going to go to jail. So this was actually on Joe Rogan's podcast. And the best data we have comes out of the UK and Israel. And I, I, I have to keep saying this to people because they almost don't believe it. In the UK, 70 plus percent of the people who die now from COVID are fully vaccinated. And in Israel, that was 70%. 70%. 7 in 10 of the people. I'm going to keep saying it because nobody believes it, but the numbers are there in the government documents, okay? They're not a secret. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not somebody saying, oh, I heard this from my cousin. It's in British government documents. Wait a minute. From the UK, Public Health England. If you Google. 70% of the people that are dying from COVID in Europe are vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Mm. Hold on. It gets better. Hmm. CERN, UK technical briefing. Here it is. Okay. Okay, So these are deaths. Okay. So now, second dose more than 14 days above specimen date, before specimen date. These are people who have died, fully vaccinated people who have died. There were 1,270 fully vaccinated people who died out of 1,500 in the over 80 category. But this is under 14 days before specimen No, 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 no. Over, over. Over. Second dose greater than 14 days oh, I means I am fully vaccinated okay. by anybody's definition. Okay. Not vaccinated, it says. When it says second dose before 14 days or more than 14 days, what it should say is fully vaccinated. But what I want everyone to see is that... The vast majority of people in Britain who died in September were fully vaccinated. 1,270 out of 1,500 were fully vaccinated. 607 of the 70-year-olds out of 800 were fully vaccinated. 258 out of the 411 60-year-olds, they were almost all fully vaccinated. Most people who die of this now are fully vaccinated in the UK. Those are the numbers. Wow. That is, uh, that's powerful. That is ADE. I, I, I don't care who you are. That's powerful. That's a, that's a big number, folks. 70%. And at the same time. Uh, okay. Uh, we're sitting here twiddling our thumbs, waiting. What's up? At the same time, at least let me. Here is Biden. As, as many as, as one in three emergency responders in some cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, right here in Baltimore, are refusing to comply with city vaccine mandates. I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders, be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. Okay, pause that, pause that, pause that, pause that, pause that. I got an issue right there. And this is where my issue is. And I've got to agree with Bongino on this one. All those claps and everything you hear in the background. It's all canned. Are you fucking kidding me? It's fake. It's literally canned applause. Listen, if there are live people there, they were clapping for this. Are you effing Okay, so what you just said... Yes, yes, and yes to, or what this retard just said, yes, 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 and yes to, is that the people, when you pick up the phone and you call 911 and you say, I'm having the worst day of my life, 
a dude just broke into my house and is holding me at gunpoint. Oh, and my house is burning down. Those people who are going to come save you are now fired. They're not coming to save you anymore. And it goes into my next one because nearly 1,900 people in Washington State have been fired over not having the vax. 1,900 city employees in the city of Washington, uh, uh, Washington State employees quit or were fired over the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. 1,900. Folks, that's state uh, state employees, that's state troopers, that's your firefighters, that's your, they showed a video of people walking up to the front steps of City Hall. Firefighters in Washington, walking up to the steps of City Hall, placing their boots on the steps and walking away because they quit all that day. Here, watch this guy. My name is Dylan Lindbergh. I was hired in January 2020. All I know as a career firefighter is this pandemic. I've cared for COVID patients, followed all the protocols and mandates, and to my knowledge, never once exposed anyone to this virus. Today, myself and thousands of other brave men and women are being forced to either comply with the mandate or face termination for standing in their beliefs. I'm choosing to stand in my belief. I believe in freedom. This is for everyone who's standing up for this and for everyone else who felt forced to comply. Vax or no vax, let us come together and rethink firing thousands of brave men and women. Yeah, that's, uh, that says it all right there. I don't even need to read this story. Uh, Wait, we have to finish up with what uh, what Biden said, though. Oh, 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 oh! Hold on, it gets better, folks. It it does get better. July. To talk about mandate, because I tried everything else possible. The mandates are working. All the stuff about people leaving and people goodness, you have you have everyone from United Airlines to Spirit. All these airlines are we're not going to get. All 96, 97 percent of the people have gotten the vaccine. All the talk about all these folks who are going to leave the military if they're, they're mandated. Not true. You got about a 90 some percent vaccination rate. I mean, so there's a the hey, hold on. Hold on. Pause that. Pause that. No, 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 no. Joe, you're wrong. You do have a 96 percent vaccination rate because 50 percent of those people have already walked off the job. Yep. They already said, no, I'm not doing it. Your force numbers have reduced. An- this is him learning math again. What he's learning is that your force numbers have reduced enough now that you can say you have a 96% vaccination rate. In reality, you've lost over more than a third of your force. So, Joe, what are you doing? You're floundering, dude. Yeah. It's math. Simple math, too, because I understand it, you retard. It gets better yet. Look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on. Freedom. Number one. Number two, the second one is that, uh, you know, the, the gross misinformation that's out there. Freedom. Freedom. Come on, man. 
Uh, Joe? No, we have the freedom. That's the point. You, you still don't get it because you don't know what true freedom is. Freedom is the freedom to say that, no, you're not going to inject some shit in my arm that's going to kill me in 20 years. Freedom is to say, look, it's still experimental. Until you tell me otherwise, I'm you're just not going to stick me with it. That's freedom, Joe. Your freedom, your idea's freedom, your his idea of freedom is as pale as his hair. That's how much his freedom sucks. And this is Senator Mike Lee on the mandate. Almost every aspect of American life is now inappropriately restricted, directed, or taxed by the federal government. President Biden's recent mandate adds yet another roadblock to millions of Americans just trying to get by, forcing them to choose between getting vaccinated on the one hand and having a job on the other hand. What it's doing is it's saying, look, you, you, you don't agree with the government position on this? Fine. You're going to lose your job. You're going to pay. You're going to lose your job. You're going to be rendered unemployed, effectively unemployable. Not only that, but we're going to do it in a way that many instances will render it basically impossible for you to recover unemployment benefits. The mandate itself hasn't been issued. Now, had he created it, we would at least know what we were dealing with. We would know the precise source of authority in the law that he was claiming. We would know the contours of how it would be enforced. We would know the contours of any exceptions because we would have an order. We, there would be something that people could challenge in court where necessary. But as of right now, we have none of those things. We have only this Damoclean sword hanging over the American people. I challenge anyone to identify what source of authority can fairly be said. Almost every... So, really quick. Um, as of two days ago, how the many power. people... It doesn't exist. We. How many people was it considered to be deadly to be around for COVID? Uh, only the unvaccinated. Okay. So, as of today, what's more deadly than to be around those who've been unvaccinated alec baldwin exactly <laughs> throwing that one out there folks it's more deadly to be around alec baldwin than it is to be around somebody with covid but twelve thousand air force personnel poised to not meet the covid 19 vaccine mandate but joe biden said no that's not true no it is uh twelve thousand are ready to walk away twelve thousand air force people are ready to walk away uh that's pretty impressive right there. Epic Times being our news uh, in the uh, Telegram. And then the Federal Reserve says uh, just recently, businesses say that the vaccine mandates are hurting their employment opportunities. No, you don't say. What? So, yeah, the Federal Reserve said on Thursday that businesses have reported that COVID-19 vaccine mandates have hurt employment and are contributing to labor supply problems. Even before Joe Biden previously announced the vaccine mandate would, for private businesses goes into effect. So uh, the vaccine mandate for private businesses is not in effect? Hey, tell me something. Why are you not working anymore? Because I either have to test weekly or get the vaccine in order to keep my job and i refuse to do either so um test weekly at my own expense why is that a th I, I mean i didn't think you had to do that because according to joe biden he hasn't made it law yet according to the lawyers at our uh my previous company the company can mandate whatever they want for their employees 
Huh. Wow. And as I responded to them, that's all fine and good. You seem to forget that you don't own me. And you seem to forget I can just fucking quit. That's exactly what I did. So anyway, uh, while employment increased the modest and uh, moderate rate in the recent weeks, because it's only increased not by much, the Fed's so-called uh, beige book noted the U.S. economy has been dampened by a low supply of workers, but partially due to the vaccine mandates. Um Transportation technology firms saw a particularly low labor supply, while many retail, hospitality, and manufacturing firms cut hours production because they cut not only having a, uh, only because they didn't have enough workers. Its report summary said firms reported high turnover, workers uh, left for other jobs or retired child care issues, and vaccine mandates were widely contributing to the problem and the COVID-related epidemic amongst employees. Well, you know, the other um, really screwed up thing that my company did is they refused any kind of religious exemption, any kind of religious exemption, which is just illegal and unconstitutional in and of itself. Yeah, well. And considering that my company um, was owned by a a good Catholic family, I was... A little shocked. Very shocked. Anyway, uh, Jack Posobiec, though, broke this. He's... And I I think you guys have... um, some of the same sources anyway we might yeah or uh, we have different sources that are reporting on the same thing because as we found out the other night that happens too it happens so this is a leaked audio from a doj official on a white house call lawyer had to say about religious exemptions when it comes to the issue of abortion cases and for instance in the new york case that's currently going on against the state of new york Thomas More Society is representing a bunch of doctors and nurses who claim that they would sin gravely if they acted in cooperation with the evil of abortion. How would they be doing so? The claim is that all three of the current vaccines either have fetal cells that were that were obtained by abortions in the vaccine itself, or in the case of Pfizer and Moderna, that those vaccines were tested using fetal cells that had been aborted. And even the connection to the previous testing makes them cooperative with evil in a way that their religion prohibits. I don't want to say anything too categorical, but I believe that when this claim will be very difficult for agencies to successfully claim that that's either insincere or non-religious, even if it is, even if we know that many of those claims are not sincere, or are sincere but not religious. This is the most common claim you're going to confront, probably, and it's likely that the, you will have to take as a given the employee's claim. Not okay, always, so real right? quick, that all that is is backing up everything I said. I've already got that same information, except my information was at Joe Biden's desk, which is even more disturbing. I think we've covered the NIH stuff. You want to see something even Tons. more disturbing? Do you have a, I told you so? Uh, that's what I went over with Rand Paul. Okay. I can get rid of that story then. Uh, Go for it. This is very disturbing. It is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. 
Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. You don't have to get in. Brought to you by you Pfizer. Friday God. night on Aaron oh, no. Burnett it, out it front. Keeps going. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah. That's a little bit of a conflict of interest. Just a bit. Just a little bit considering every single one of those shows spends 90% of their time on air pushing vaccines. So while we're sitting here, uh, also just remember, too, the Republicans filibustered the Democrats' election bill. Yes, the, uh, let me use that word again because that's a dreaded air quotes. It is the devil right there. They filibustered the uh, Democratic efforts for the election bill reforms that they were trying to push through in this uh, $3.25 trillion spending package that they were trying to get done. Uh Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer criticized the Republicans' vote for saying, I want to be clear about what just happened to every single Republican. Senator just blocked the chamber from having a debate on Americans' rights to free free and fair elections. You're right. The results of the vote were unsurprising. Senate Majority Leader, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican in Kentucky, made clear that the caucus would not support the bill. Uh, Kentucky Republican Tuesday reported, I hope and anticipation in this bill, which... Uh, decried from an effort to have federal government take over the, over how elections are decreed to an effort to have the federal government take uh, not only decreed but also conducted all over America would fail in Republican support, which it did. Uh, no big surprise there, but, you know, rhinos, uh, even I've got a broke watch that's right twice a day, so. Well, they're not so upset about it because they don't need Congress. No, they don't. That's the that's, liberals don't. That's what they said. So the liberals don't because they technically don't when it comes to that stuff. Uh, but where the White House does need Republicans is in the plan for the the stands for tax and health to eliminate immigration, and that's a big one. And this one actually came from the Washington Post. This is just a little story. It came from Washington Post, folks. This one is huge. Because the negotiations over the $3.25 trillion spending package, and they've been trying to trim the fat out of it, uh, as everybody's saying on TV, they're not really trimming fat, folks. Just get real on this. They're just pushing it off to the next election cycle, and they're going to let it go through in the next election cycle. However, understand how this works, all right? Uh, They've been beating up Joe Manchin and... uh, God, I can never remember her Kristen name. Kristen Cinema. Yes, from Arizona. And uh, they're trying to trim different facets of each. What you need to know is that the climates want Democrats to search for an alternative key measures. Daycare, preschool, early education programs appear <laughs> to be secure. Uh, child tax credit, crown jewel of the uh, anti-poverty efforts to face challenges. Taxes, Democrats weigh massive changes to the original plan. <laughs> Healthcare. Uh, priorities are putting uh, senior Democrats at odds and prescription drugs pricing reforms uh, face defections by Democrats. So understand there are Democrats 
to include Kristen Cinema, who will not approve any bill that increases taxes on any of her constituents. I completely agree with her on this. This is one of the few points that me and Kristen Cinema share in common. Uh, Joe Manchin, same way. He will not support any increases in taxes. When Joe Biden comes out and tells you that this costs nothing, uh, I'd rather drink water from a tap in Mexico City. So, well, here's a question, though. If if the $3.5 trillion spending bill doesn't cost anything, why do we have to raise the debt ceiling? Uh, why do we have to raise taxes? I, That's I, the bigger question because part of the bill... Okay, get this. This is the crazy part. And it's in the writing. It's right there in the fucking writing. This is the crazy part, right? Within it, it says uh, to pay for all the spending in the measure, the White House proposed trillions of dollars in new tax hikes uh, on corporations and the rich. Okay? Wait a minute. I thought Joe Biden says... It doesn't cost anything. I thought the Democrats said there would be no tax hikes. No tax hikes if you make under if you make so, under four hundred thousand dollars. They did not say that. They said there would be no tax hikes. There would be. It's already it's already paid for. Yeah, no, we the rich are going to pay for it. We do not need to, folks. If, if you're as high as she is, okay. I wish. Then. If you do not believe that you're going to pay a dollar more in any product when you go to the store, I need to start smoking what you're smoking because I don't know if you've been to the grocery store lately. I've been to the grocery store. I've gone in and bought meat, okay? Let's just say bacon, a pound of bacon, okay? Four or five days ago, it used to cost about $2.50 for a pound of bacon. Right now, you're not walking out of that store without paying $6.50 for that same pound of bacon you paid $2.50 for four days ago. I, I have uh, Joe's answer to oh, really? the, how the administration has any plans to help small businesses impacted by supply chain problems. Uh, well, does that really have to do with taxes? I didn't think so. Well, no, but it does have to do with shortages in the stores. I was able to go to... The private portion with 40% of all products what did he just say? Whoa, stop, stop, stop. Rewind. What did he just say? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he just <laughs> He's like, how you said the private? Hold on. What? I was able to go to the private portion with 40% of <laughs> all <laughs> products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast go through uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, um, what am I doing here? What the Long I? Beach? Where are you? What am I doing here? Where are you? Joe, where are you? This is oh, my the I wish we could hear his earpiece right now. He's going like, uh, 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 uh. And like somebody's going, come on, big guy. Walk back to the office. Walk back to the office. I, I, uh, I just can't walk back to the office. I, I have to keep going back to this one. This meme. It's like the collapse of Rome, but with Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi. So, so this one will be in our. Uh, this too will be oh. in our. In our. Uh, 
Telegram. <clears throat> we got more, though, because Tara McAuliffe shuts down an interview and chides reporters for not asking better questions. That was pretty funny. It happened on uh, last Wednesday. So it was a D.C. affiliate area uh, interviewed McAuliffe and the GOP rival Glenn Youngkin on October 13th and 14th, respectively. The outlet said that both were given 20 minutes to talk about how they would lead Virginia if elected next month. Uh, McAuliffe ended the interview with a little more than 10 minutes remaining Tell the interviewer, Nick Moranek, uh, you should have asked better questions because he started asking questions about Yunkin and uh, his support for CRT. And uh, he's like, oh, well, I'm not answering that. And he basically snapped at the dude and yelled at him. And I was like, like, I've given you enough time. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. So the souls of the polls, Virginia Attorney. This is true, too. We already talked about that. Um. Hey, I gave you extra time. McCall told the interviewer as he stood up and left. He said, come on, man. You should have asked better questions early on. You know you should have asked those questions the viewers care about. Uh, the, the viewers care about CRT. I'm not really sure if you realized there, McAuliffe, but uh, your state is the center of CRT bullshit right now. Just throwing that out there. Uh, moving right along. Dave Chappelle showing no signs of getting canceled after sold-out shows in London. Uh he ain't getting canceled, folks. Dave Chappelle is fighting back like we all need to fight back against cancel he, culture. He likes them trying to cancel him. Yeah. He's enjoying it. He's eating it up. Uh, bring it. I, I believe that. I've heard him say that more than once now. Bring it. Yep. Uh, Chappelle is not reacting to any jokes that he made. The, he's not retracting any of the jokes he made in the controversial Netflix stand-up special, which is really weird because uh, they had a little riot outside Netflix the other day. And while they were out there, there was a dude that showed up that was carrying a sign that said, Chappelle is funny. And some of the Democrat leftist protesters tore the sign down. And uh, ripped the sign apart. And then, meanwhile, the guy was like, okay, what are you doing? I mean, it's like free speech. And one of them said, oh, look, now he's got a weapon trying to get him arrested. Uh, that was comical at Because best. they can't attack the facts, so they have to attack the person. And so then the Netflix CEO, uh, co-CEO, says he screwed up when defending Chappelle. Of course he did. So really what Chappelle needs to do is pull all of his stuff from Netflix and just say, screw it, I'm done. Watch this. Hold my beer. Start Chappelle.tv. Hold my beer. I'm done. And just walk away because really that's what's going on here. I, cancel culture has gotten so ridiculous and so ubiquitous. It is just, it's dumb. I, I don't know how else to say it. It's that bad though. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. You want to see something else that got canceled? Yeah. Um, this this is scary, actually. <clears throat> I thought you had something else. I was trying to give you the heads up on that. Uh, did your audio... Am I back to no audio? Yeah, I think so. Oh, this is killing me. All right. So... Okay, this woman needs to be canceled. Yep. <laughs> Thing called the vaccine. No, you need to come talk to me. It's fine, honey. Mom. 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 Yeah, she just walked away from me. The doctor? Yeah. 
after they no. no, after they just diagnosed my son with an infection, they're refusing to give him medication. Is she not a doctor? She's a nurse practitioner. You can leave now without your phone. Excuse me. That is part I can confiscate it to a call nine one one. You don't need uh, to I knocked, back she would have gotten knocked the fuck out right there. Uh, That's assault. Please call security. So what you're telling me is my son has an infection. Can you please and you're unwilling to treat him? Um, what we've asked for. And now she's um, videotaping everything and basically slaying her my name. Oh, I will. I will give this to whoever needs Who is that? We need to get that uh, her on the show because I like that woman. She's got balls, and she's like, look, go ahead. Yo, I will. Oh, and by the way, watch this. And uh, so it's ReadyMed North Clinic in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, and this woman brought her teenager in. With a sin he had sinusitis and uh, bronchitis, and they refused to give him antibiotics because he didn't have the COVID vaccine. Uh, well, then I, that that nurse practitioner needs to be canceled because she's worthless. She needs to be fired. Correct. Um, this pharmacy manager, though, she went the other route. Pharmacy manager for Safeway, store eighteen ninety two in Cortez. I quit effective immediately because I will not give this per this poison. To people, wake up, everybody! This is poison. This is hurting people. I've seen it. I've seen customers die. Wake up! Do not take it. I uh, yep. She needs to come on our show too. <laughs> so wrapping up, folks. Uh, we do. Uh, I do have a bit of grim news. Uh, this is. Uh, it's not grim in that. It's bad news, but. Uh, the human remains that were found in the Florida park are confirmed to be Brian Laundry. Uh, the FBI has come out and said, which is really bad. Uh, not so much that he's dead. I Don't get me wrong. Um, what he did is obviously, and we've heard different things. We've heard a lot. We've heard that she was abusive. We've heard that he was abusive. Uh, the worst part of this is, uh, and this is the part that, I think it's the worst part is the parents uh, for the young lady here who was killed, Gabby Petito. Uh, they're never going to know exactly what happened now. Uh, all they're going to know is that this dude either killed himself or was killed. Uh, from what I understand, uh, what the remains were found were skeletal, which tells me he died a while ago uh, or he took his own life a while ago. Uh, the crazy part is that his parents were the ones that kind of helped find the body. No, you know what the crazy part is? Huh. In looking for him and Gabby Petito, they found nine other bodies. Well, that's, that is nuts. Uh, obviously somebody's been dumping something down there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, sounds kind of like a Dexter episode. Oh, by the way, Dexter's back November 23rd. If you oh, want to watch, I'm a big Dexter fan. Love Dexter from the time that Dexter was out. Either way, uh, uh, Steve Bertolino, lawyer representing the Laundry family, confirmed that the FBI's findings in the new out news outlets 
said that it was his body. Uh, they've confirmed via DNA. Again, it, most of it was skeletal. Uh, Chris and uh, Roberta Laundry refer, uh, were informed the remains found yesterday at the reserve were indeed Brian's. Uh, we have no further comment this time. We ask that you respect the Laundry's privacy at this time. I don't think that it should be respected at all. I hope that every news reporter worth their salt is down there asking questions a day before the fbi announced that the officials discovered the items that believed to have belonged to laundry his parents partook in the search that's where it gets weird um and the police a month before he was arrested or reported going missing in the carlton reserve park these items were found in an area uh up until recently had been underwater Michael McPherson, a special agent in charge for FBI's Tampa field office, said Wednesday, Laundry's parents helped lead the FBI to uh, Mekichiki, uh I can't even pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. Uh, Creek Environmental Park, uh, Bartolino uh, told news outlets this week, Chris and uh, Roberta Laundry uh, at the reserve earlier today when the human remains were found of, the, of and some of Brian's possessions were located in the area where they initially advised law enforcement Brian may be. Petito's body, meanwhile, has been discovered in a remote part of Wyoming in late September. The coroner confirmed her cause of death was strangulation. She is reported to be missing by her parents on September 11th while the couple were crossing on a cross-country trip. Uh, weeks later, the FBI charged Laundry with unauthorized use of a debit card. He was indicted in federal grand jury and uh, Capital One bank card personal identification number. Okay. Number. Yeah, hold on. So she was reported missing September 11th. He used her debit card after that fact. Correct. So that was only, what, five, six weeks ago? How long does it take for a body to decompose to get to the point where its skeletal remains? Oh, not long at all. In it, really in, in Florida? Florida? Oh, not long at all. Not long at all. Like a couple weeks, a month, a uh, maybe couple a week, months. week and a half. That With the animals, yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Animals go to town on flesh, human. F oh, yeah. They yeah. Go to town. No, I gotcha. It's just I don't know. Something's not right there. Something's fishy. Some it doesn't add up. Well, there. We may never know. I'm just telling I'm, you right now. I'm just now. saying that there's, there's, there's a lot of... I, I feel bad for uh, Petito's family because we're never going to get the answers as to what led to her daughter's death. Um, it's sad in that aspect. It's good. You know she was a crisis actor, right? It, no, I know. And she's got a lot of... There's a lot of questionable shit about her. Um I still feel bad for the family because well, yeah, her course. daughter was the first one that disappeared. Yep. It's like, wait a minute. She went on a cross-country trip with this dude, didn't come back. Uh, whether whatever she did, whatever happened, that's on her. You know, she didn't do anything that deserved death. Uh, that we're aware of. That we're aware of. There are some things, I'm sorry, that, well, you piss a dude off enough, yeah, you might end up ending, you know, ending and dropping out in the swamp. But she wasn't out in the swamp. She was out in the middle of a wilderness preserve in Wyoming where more than likely her body's going to preserve a hell of a lot better than in Florida. Um, sure. What happened to him? Is there a possibility that there was vigilante justice? Absolutely. Um, did Brian Laundrie get whacked by a bitch we can't tell right now we, nobody knows no one knows it, it'll be a matter 
uh, it's like a body going missing around here. A body going missing around here within a week, there are partial skeletal remains, yes. Yeah, because the gators chew on you. Everything chews on you. It, he's in Florida. The stray cats chew on you. There's more gators in Florida than there are in Georgia. Absolutely. So okay. it's, a, it's a foregoing conclusion. Okay. Either way, it's a sad story because it finally brought an end to this chapter and it ended this story. Uh, he uh, obviously is a turd. Uh, whatever happened... Uh, I guarantee mom and dad were involved. I'm just saying that as a personal opinion. I'm not saying I've got any evidence to show that. I'm just saying by the way they acted, things that took place during that time, uh, I'm willing to bet and I'm willing to go to boot that his parents were involved in hiding him at least. He took his own life. Dad went back out there, found him, took his own life. And uh, at that point, he said, well... I just can't have this. Move the body somewhere else. Body gets chewed up by all the animals and all the nasties and all the critters. It was underwater. Uh, body decomposes. It hasn't been found for about a month. Yeah, by the time they come back, there's no smell because the water would get rid of the smell. So there's no smell. That eliminates that aspect of it. I don't know. I think the entire country has been too focused on this one particular crime, and it just—it's just another distraction. Well, it is. I mean, it, is. it obviously is. Yep. So either way, folks, uh, tonight I have on my my pillow slippers. You can see them. Yep. And so does Vlan. And uh, again, I always wear my my pillow slippers. Go to mypillow.com. Uh, type in the word uh, cute. Keyword, Keyword defiant, defiant. Promo and code it, defiant. It will save you up to 66% off your order uh, or up to 66% off your order. And, uh, you know, get yourself some my pillows. Get yourself some mattress toppers. Get yourself some towels. Oh, my God. The towels are awesome. They really are. Get yourself some uh, slippers. They're phenomenal. And the promo code also works at uh, the my, my store. Yep. Mystore.com. So go in there. Use promo code defiant. Get up to 66% off your order. Do it today, do it tomorrow, do it whenever. Uh, also, go to Cultural Life 1972, use the Patriot, uh, use the promo code Patriot Party. That also will save you up to 10% off your entire order. Again, a great Patriot organization. It, you donate three different times that in that aspect, okay? You go there, you spend some money. First of all, you're helping out that company, the Cultural Life 1972. Second of all, you're helping us out. Third of all, you're helping stopping abortion across America. I can't think of a more worthy cause to do. Go out there, support us, support them, support the cause to stop abortion. It is hugely important. Uh, if you want to feel good about the clothes you're wearing, go to Cultural Life 1972. Also, Stella Manuel, never forget her. She's got... You can get your Dr. ivermectin. DrStellaMD.com. Yep. You get your ivermectin, your hydroxychloroquine. Get it now. And you can get your vitamin pack. Get it now while, t while supplies last. And it's better to have and not need than need and not have. And, and in save this case, 5% on your teledoc visit, your prescriptions, yep. your vitamins, and her book, Let America Live. Huge. With the promo code DEFIANT at... DrStellaMD.com. If you get her book, in her book, she has dosing instructions for the hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin. Get in there, get it, use it, have it on hand just in case you get sick. I'm not saying you're going to get sick from this, but just in case you do, give it a shot. It's not going to hurt. Uh, 
plus <clears throat> Dr. Mark Sherwood. Yep. He's got his own line of vitamins, all supplements, all sorts of stuff. Get in there. Use the same promo code Patriot Party. That too will also get you a discount on your uh, entire order. Go in there. Get from him. And trust me, when you're supporting him, you're supporting three organizations. How are you supporting three organizations? First of all, you're helping us out. You're helping Dr. Sherwood out. And you're helping out the race for the governor of Oklahoma because he too will be the governor of Oklahoma next. I he think is that's an American first candidate. He's MAGA certified. Get in there, give him a hand. Go to MAGA.com. MAGA Institute. MAGAinstitute.com. Go there, sign up, do something, help out any way you can, whether it's financially, <clears throat> whether you're going out there and you're actually getting involved, becoming an ambassador like myself, get out there, help them out, get that stuff done. <clears throat> we need more ambassadors. We got to have ambassadors for this next election. We've got to vet these candidates to make sure that they're America first. If they are not an America first candidate, you've got to be the one. Hey, if you're afraid to call them out, and I don't care where you are amongst the United States. If you are volunteering with the MAGA Institute, you're afraid to call someone out, please. I am begging you right now, send me an email. I will bring that individual on this show and I will decertify him right there. Him or her right there. Based on what you tell me, as long as what you're telling me is 100% the truth, so help, me, so help you God. You'll swear in a Bible to it. I will decertify him right here because I will destroy him. But we've got to know about it. If we do not know about it, America will not know about it. We cannot push that message out. We've got to make sure the people that are going forward right now are MAGA certified individuals. We need to make sure that these individuals that are running for office are America first candidates. That's the only way we're going to be able to do this. That's the only way we're going to be able to push forward. We have to flood this system. With MAGA first candidates. You know, I was listening to our podcast with uh, Timothy. Yep. And I've got to tell you, the opening statement he made about the icebreaker. Yep. 100% the truth. When that, <clears throat> when those boats go through the ice, if there is not a bunch of boats behind them, that ice seals right back up and freezes again. You need another icebreaker to go through there and open that water up. You cannot go through there with a normal hold ship. A normal hold ship would sink like the Titanic. Done. Gone. See a peace. We have to do the same thing here. Donald Trump was our icebreaker. We've got to flood that water zone right behind him. We've got to make sure that that ice does not freeze back up. Folks, it's got to happen. The only way we do it is if we all do it together. This is like, I hate to say John Lennon terms, but come together. This is it. We've got to so, come together. Speaking of coming together, um, and there's one, well, two other organizations I want to mention. Nurse Danny's. Yep. Uh, oh, absolutely. CCDF USA. Yep. Uh, if you want to get involved again at the local level and fight against mandates, fight for freedom, go to CCDF USA um, and sign up there. Find out what you can do in your own community. And then we have a very special guest coming on tomorrow. Um, I saw this gentleman on Newsmax last night, and uh, he did it, you know, five minutes on Newsmax or whatever. He's got Project Stand Together that he is calling for basically everyone to walk off the job uh, for a day. Oh, yeah, my boy. Yep. yep. 
um, in against the mandates in support of freedom. So when I saw him on Newsmax, I, I went to his website and I found his Twitter and I reached out to him on Twitter and he will be coming on the show tomorrow for an hour. Uh, his name's Ari. He's from New York and he's got Project Stand Together. So go to projectstandtogether.com and check that out as well. And that's, they might that's be adjusting cool. their date depending on what happens tomorrow night. They may be adjusting their date we'll to see. November 9th, but <clears throat> well, his, his, he has his deadline same, is November 10th and he has got a bigger same, project than us. So. He has the same thought though that we have Yep, is that everybody who doesn't want, and I'm going to be the first folks, I will walk off the job that day just to stand as, I, I've got the vaccine. But I will stand in solidarity with every other American who does not need to be told how to take care of themselves. Yep. I will do it with all of you, and I don't care what happens. So I'm going to let Representative Bill Posey from Florida close us out here real quick. Ready for this one? Yeah. Go for it. Hey, either way, folks, help us out. Help everybody else out. Have a good night. And uh, Bill, take us away. America, back where you found it. And leave it the hell alone. Let's go, Brandon. I yield back.